they're only seeing their experiences. Yep. So if you say anything that is in opposition to that, I think they get defensive and they are like that to them is you invalidating their experience. Mm-hmm. And your experience is your experience. That doesn't mean that that is even representative of the majority. That is your experience. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Y'all like the sound Hit of this, me man. up on Facebook and follow Y'all ready, me man, on Twitter. Social Network. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on uh, What is the biggest mistake you see women make when it comes to dating? I think that a lot of women have not taken the time to really figure out what they expect and i don't think a lot of women have put proper boundaries in place either Mm. so like i have a video interestingly i have a video that's um posting tomorrow night on my channel that talks about the five mistakes women are making that are preventing men from committing and um a lot of those things that i have identified in that video are as a result of women not putting expectations and boundaries in place so I think that from what I'm seeing women are having a problem where it's difficult for them to get men to commit they're finding themselves in like situationships Mm -hmm. or like friends with benefits Mm -hmm. or just not really having any title on what's going on or finding themselves in dating scenarios where they've been exclusively dating someone, they have kids with someone and that man still won't commit with marriage. So I think that that's the biggest issue that we're having in the mistake that's associated with that is not setting expectations and boundaries. So a lot of times when we talk about expectations, it's not just expectations for the other person, expectations for me. So like, how do I expect to be treated What are my expectations for this relationship? A lot of women, I think, feel a bit timid when it comes to actually saying what they want. And so they'll go along with this, like going with going with the flow Mm -hmm. scenario, knowing that that's not what they want. And when they bring up this conversation to men about wanting a commitment, wanting to be in a relationship, the man is like, well, I'm just taking my time. I don't want to be rushed into anything. (laughs) And women are like buying into that. Mm-hmm. And then they're saying, oh, okay, it's cool. It's cool. Like I'm cool because they don't want to lose the man. Mm-hmm. And then they end up unhappy and in a situation where they've been with this man for some period of time and he still won't make a commitment, but you weren't firm on your expectations and your boundaries. And then boundaries are simply what is expected or what systems I'm putting in place if I don't get what I'm requiring. That's what a boundary is. Mm -hmm. It keeps everything on track. So if you're just letting him dictate everything and you're letting him choose to not put commitment in place, but you're still giving him everything that he would get with a commitment in place, there's no incentive for him to do that. Mm -hmm. It's it's not like the light bulb is going to change and he's like, oh, let me go and buy her a wedding ring. He deserves it now. No, he's not going to think like, like, why would he do that? Like, I still stand by, I don't think most men, I think there are some men who desire marriage, that desire to build a family like that. I think most men are okay with just having like a lifelong partner, but I think a lot of men don't necessarily see the benefit or like the necessity of marriage in the same way that women do. 
<laughs> yeah, but let me let me say this real quick because I think most men, and I talked about this in a video about uh, most men shouldn't marry until at least thirty five and older. See, so when when I when I when I hear conversations like with Alan because he's younger, mm-hmm. I, I would expect that kind of logic to come from him. Mm-hmm. No shade or anything, but because mm-hmm. he's younger. But let's talk to Alan ten years from now. Yeah, you see, what I'm saying. So I'm I'm talking on the other end of the spectrum. You know, I didn't <laughs> I, I didn't been there. You know, what I'm saying I I've been around for a while. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So I think it just depends on the man because, and I'm really not a big advocate of men marrying younger because there are a few exceptions. Mm-hmm. but for the most part i don't think most men and and the pushback that i got from women was so what are we supposed to do we supposed to wait until they mature and t- until we get married you know because women are dealing with a biological time clock mm-hmm. you know so that's a that's a whole conversation within itself i've heard a lot of the men in that scenario that agree with what you're saying they're saying that women should um do the whole age gap dating situation so that you're picking men that mm-hmm. are like 35 and up mm-hmm. and then that kind of balances that out you know mm-hmm. so that you're able to get them when they're ready to settle down without having like if I find i.e if like there's a man like maybe I'm 26 and then I find a man that's 37 realistically he should be sure. closer to a place of wanting to settle down relatively soon you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm 12 years older than my wife. Like, really? Yeah, I'm 12 years old. Like when we married, she was 28. She just turned 28 and I was 40. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but but she grew up with old school parents. Because mm. there was a big age gap in between her parents too. So to her, marrying older didn't mean much. She was like, oh, okay, I've seen, I've seen this growing up. So, yeah. Yeah. 12 years is is a... So is it is there any difference like I guess from your perspective in terms of her being that much younger than you is it different dealing with her versus dealing with women that are your age? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is a difference because my first wife and and because people were saying I was having a midlife crisis because I married somebody that was that much younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um I guess let's let's throw a little humor in this. My wife, my ex-wife's son, my ex-wife's son is the same age as my wife. Really? Yes. And me and him are cool to this day. <laughs> That's funny. So like her, your wife now and him could be like friends, like like in the same age group. Yep. Could have went to school together. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so, funny. Yeah, but I, anyway, I'll just I'll throw a little humor in there. Um, the difference between marrying an older woman and a younger woman, like younger women have a, a sense of uh, almost kind of like hope. Uh, they have like a um, optimism. Yeah, like uh-huh. we can do this. We can, you know what I'm saying? When you're a little older, you're kind of jaded by the world. I've heard that. So that's true. From what you've seen, that's true. From what I've seen, yeah. Okay. And younger, yeah, and younger women are younger women are almost like more fun. Mm. 
they, they like fun they still like to do things you know um mm-hmm. you know my wife and I went to Jamaica a couple years ago you know we went zip lining stuff like that this is just more fun and that's no shade to older women I'm sure there's some older women that's like you know I'll run 30 miles and all sort of stuff and I get it but <laughs> um, <laughs> there are some benefits though to uh to being with a young woman but a lot of that has to do with her having older parents I would like to throw that in there you know mm-hmm. so she still has those old school morals and values so is that I don't want to you know because I, I can ask I can start asking all these questions I don't want to okay, uh... we, we, <laughs> we kicking it let, let me just, let me, look we, we kicking it you're you're open to ask whatever you want okay I, so... I up to you <laughs> So in, so were you seeking more of like a traditional marriage? Because you said like your wife has traditional um, values and things like that. Is that what you were seeking? Yes. Okay. Now, the funny thing with that is she grew up Muslim. Really? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was one thing that I like about her and she's Christian now, but she can look at both ends of the spectrum and respect the religions and, and the things that come with it you know mm-hmm. and so she has mm-hmm. these morals and values. so was I looking for that yes but at the same time I was looking for somebody to uh to, to have fun with somebody that I can enjoy life with somebody who had the same morals and values um yeah that's that's what I was looking for okay so how quickly did you know that? Because I know you said y'all got married, like, what'd you say, six like six months? months? Yeah. How quickly did you know that, like, this was it? Because it had to be before that, so. Yeah, well, we got engaged in three months. <laughs> that is crazy. Was so what little... was the moment that you knew? Was there, like, a specific moment? Uh, I think it was the first time I went to go kick it with her because we didn't meet in person we used to talk on skype every night oh um and i always tell people this i had already in my mind set up what i was looking for and then what it took for me to have that and i think a lot of people just look just to get into relationships just to be with somebody i was like i need somebody that's well read you know i need somebody to have morals and values so we would read books every night on skype oh that's nice yeah so that was something that she met and I was like okay this shows consistency Mm. this shows that she's willing to be in agreement with me because I brought it up and she was like yeah let's do it oh we had we had bible study once a week we would be on our bible app because there was a girl that I was talking to before I met my wife she was just like uh that bible stuff is cool but that's not me right and no shade to her if she's watching the show because I think she's subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> and she's good people, you know what I'm saying? But that just wasn't her thing. So that let me know I, I, I'm not trying to marry that. Mm-hmm. I need somebody who loved God more than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. those, those were two things that uh, she was agreeable. Mm-hmm. Um, she loved God outside of me. She wasn't doing it just to try to oh, please nice. me. Yeah. You know, um, and like she she just spoke life to me she was just she was just like you can do anything you want like she was my biggest cheerleader right um 
she just always looked out for me like she would always cut my hair for me and <laughs> she would dye my beard you know she Aww. did that last night right you know I always tell people people like oh you how you where your grades at she just dyed my that's beard. what I was thinking when you said 45 I was like that beard is mighty black <laughs> <laughs> yeah she just yeah she dyed my beard and and, and she even gave me little tips and pointers on like with marketing and, and the way I should run this business and stuff like that just from a, a younger woman's perspective yeah because it's different right so I know one of the things I talked about I'm sure you saw it in that conversation the live the four and a half hour live was about the multiplication powers of a woman have you seen that within your relationship I'm so glad that you brought that to the forefront. <laughs> I don't think that piece of the segment got the the respect that it should have gotten. I don't think so either. It it was so powerful because when you talk about the multiplication, you talk about the kingdom woman, right? Yes. That's a that's the piece I think that most I won't say all, but some some women don't tap into. Yeah. Um because y'all are so powerful. Like, I don't think women understand how powerful they are. Some women are, but they mm-hmm. use it in, in a negative reasons. way. Yeah. Right. Um, the power for multiplication. Yes, I've seen men who, you know, they was doing good or whatever. They was doing okay. Or maybe they were struggling and she came along and believed in them. Boom. I just don't think you can have, I think every successful man, you got to have that woman that's, women have a, uh, intuition uh and it's funny because in the bible the the bible describes wisdom in the feminine yes it's her or it's her. she yeah she, right uh-huh. uh-huh you never see wisdom talk about he it has feminine pronouns mm-hmm. yeah so you you find you and to any man that's listening find you a wise woman and she'll multiply your lifetime 10 i've seen it too many times so yeah yeah I think there is a lot of I think I think men don't even know to look for that and I think it's harder to see so they don't even know how to look for that in a woman because the things that I hear men prioritize in conversation are things that are easier to see like fit feminine friendly like it's easier to see that versus a woman that has discernment or that is wise because that takes you one it takes you being vulnerable with her about what's going on in your life to see if there is wisdom and discernment within that woman but then two if you as a man lack discernment you're like your spirit is not even going to resonate with a woman that has discernment either like you're not even going to be able to recognize her so i think um both of those things are true but i think a lot of men from what I've seen, if they are not, I think it takes a certain type of man to understand the value in that. I think society has conditioned men to believe that women are below them. And so when you start to talk about a woman having the ability to multiply or to bring out better versions of men, I think men get offended by that because it, it I think in, the their interpretation is that she is better like she's I don't know like she's up here and she's bringing him up like nobody's saying that she's above him and bringing him up she's saying like 
he she's beside him and like pushing him forward like I don't I don't know or like holding his hand and like walking with him I think the visual is different yeah yeah when you talked about that yeah I wish yeah but since you're here we can talk about it please talk about this because I think people need to hear this and again like you said with men I think some men just not looking to tap into that piece they're not looking to the tap into uh, the value of a woman in general. They think a value of a woman is what's between her legs. Yeah. And they get caught up on that alone. To me, I always tell people like, and I'm not bragging, the sex is going to come. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. guys be so caught up in trying to get it. I'm like, focus on who she is as a woman. And you're going to have, you're going to appreciate her in the long term when you see that she's better than just what she is in the bedroom. You know, yeah, sex can't sustain a relationship. It can't, you know what I'm saying? Too many. And that's why I think most men should marry older because young guys, they're only thinking about one thing. They ain't thinking about a woman having wisdom. Right. That's not even a consideration. <laughs> right. Like, what do I need wisdom for? I'm wise. I don't yeah. I'm strong. Yeah, I'm a leader. She's not going to tell me what to do. And it's like, that's such an immature way of thinking because even even the greatest leaders had counsel, like they had advisors. And I mean, the most powerful people even in the world now, you think they're just sitting making decisions on their own. They have advisors and people that they go to for perspective. That's what a woman, that's the role that a woman plays in a man's life when they're married. She's that person. There was a there was a quote that said, "You never make an important decision without a woman in the room." Mm. Oh, I like and, that one, and I've li- I've lived by that. Really, that's only according to people who have women who have your best interest. Now, I'm not gonna say that yeah. there's some janky ones out there. There's some some ones out there that you know. Uh, even even with what I'm doing right now, Kiana, I have a council of women. Mm everybody that helped me get to where I am with doing this stuff it comes from women who have my best interest the problem with men supporting other men is there's always egos involved it's all about whose whose nuts are bigger who you know what I'm saying it's just like it ain't ain't based on that very few men have a a attitude of of serving so but that's another yeah 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 I got thoughts on that one, but yeah. But if you I, want to share those thoughts, feel free to <laughs> I mean, I, I got you now, you know, you, you're here. I mean, if you got some insight, let's, let's, let's rope this thing. Yeah. And I think, I think that's one of the things, I don't know when, I don't know if me and Alan talk. Oh, it's on the episode that when I was interviewing him, the episode that went out yesterday mm-hmm. and I was saying how, I think it, I think it is a bit unfortunate how a lot of men um, want to be established before they settle down because a lot of women are, are willing to help expedite the process with them. Like I get it. I understand just from a lot of different aspects like maturity as well as financially professionally that it it makes it can make a lot of sense for men to wait to settle down but I do think in mass women are willing to support and they are willing to do like those little things that help make that process quicker and but if you're not settled down with 
a woman, and that's not all women. Not all women have the the the. I don't know. Like they don't. Not all women have those characteristics where they're even useful in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, again, I think that dating is hard. Going back to like the very first question you asked me, I think dating is difficult because I'm not gonna say how they say like women are not built how they used to be. I think women are a lot in a lot of ways, we're a lot more evolved than how our grandmothers were because we do have more skills than just what is inside the household. But I don't think a lot of, I think a lot of women are used to applying those skills within the workplace, but not figuring out how to apply those to a man. And I think that if we can, because a lot of those skills are transferable, like Mm -hmm. What would what would be required for a woman to be successful in business could probably be used to be successful within her relationship or within helping him build whatever he's trying to build as well. But because there isn't a glorification on marriage and togetherness and those things, they don't really see the necessity to do that. And if men aren't settling down, I can't even really advocate for women to invest all of this into a man that won't commit either Mm -hmm. so i think it's a multi-tiered problem Mm -hmm. yeah and and that goes back to uh um submitting yourselves one to another right Mm -hmm. you know we always talk about this whole submission piece Mm -hmm. Uh, woman submit and all this other stuff and i always tell men that if you have to make an announcement that you're a leader you're probably not yeah you know i'm the head of this house if you gotta say that (laughs) (laughs) something's not right (laughs) like leadership doesn't have to make an announcement yeah yeah you you know if you if you look at at when david when he became king right when 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 they was looking for him you know he he wasn't even in a room with any of them he was out there tending sheep Mm mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? So leadership, you don't even have to say anything. It just, it just permeates. It just shows on its own, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, but like I was saying, I think with most men, I don't think they're looking for that kind of, like you talk about the kingdom woman. I think that's for mature men. Um, that's okay with submitting themselves one to another. I think that's an issue with men because they still feel like, oh, she ain't submitting to me then, you know, and it's just like, really? (laughs) Yeah, and I think as much as um, I'm hearing a lot of conversation about men believing that women want all this excitement and that's why they go for men that aren't necessarily the best for them. I think when men kind of, they want a bit of excitement too. The kingdom woman is probably not the most exciting woman, like in comparison to some of the others that will do, they do some other things. Like she's, she's going to be, she's intentional. So she's not going to just be like up for whatever. She's not going to just be doing all of these things for nothing. Like she has requirements because she brings something substantial to the table. So she moves differently. So that like the respect that that type of woman even has for herself can be a bit off-putting for men as well, because she's requiring more from you. And if you are used to being able to just kind of do what you want to do without that, it's like, why would I why would I do that that she's asking for when there's all these other women that aren't requiring that? Yep. And if you don't understand the value in a woman like her, 
then you'll miss that, that she's requiring that, but she comes with more. And those women that don't require that are missing some of those aspects that you're not going to find in anyone, but that type of woman. Yep. And, you know, most, a lot of people are going to be lazy about being intentional. So they're always going to go with the easier, you know, so when so a lot of times when when I hear guys speak about bitterness about being mad at women and women ain't this and women ain't that that's because they're chasing and no shade that's because they're chasing the IG models they're chasing the women that they only choose a select kind of man he got to have a blue check mark Mm -hmm. he got to you know these kind of things so those guys get mad at them because they tried to shoot their shot check this out this is just a small example Guys, this is what bothers me about men. You will see an IG model and in a comment section, you will see all these guys, hey, beautiful, hey, sweetheart, all these. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking, and even when I was single, I never did that. Because I'm thinking. She's not going to be paying attention to any of y'all. What's the the chances of you, just because you said, hey, beautiful, like you thought she was going to slide in your DM? No, probably not. Probably not, unless you also have like a blue check next to your name and she like you're familiar and she knows and you're like Michael B. Jordan or somebody like, you know, like somebody that she knows of already, which he's probably not doing that anyway. He's not going to be sliding under her picture comment like that. Right, right. I I agree with you. I definitely (laughs) I agree with you. I think that that's so. It's crazy because. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I do. I you you could say it. This is <laughs> this is totally unfiltered. This is this is totally unfiltered. So if you got to say it, just say it. Yeah, I just I think that I think that when it comes to to these types of situations, I do think that there's just a lot of a lot of attention given to the types of people that are not wanted in these spaces so like I think that men like you said they they're hurt and you know things have happened in these situations and you want the IG model because she's pretty and she whatever but you don't know her so a type the type of woman that gets that type of attention and that all of these things come with that as well like it's not And if you're that upset by being rejected by that woman, you probably wouldn't be equipped to handle with the attention even that she Mm. gets. So are you really equipped to handle what you think that you want? And for a lot of us, that's no, but you didn't really take that into account. Like the, even for women, the woman that wants the doctor, are you prepared for him to be on call? and have to potentially miss holidays or things like that or you know you haven't spent a lot of time by yourself or raising your kids by yourself like are you prepared for that and saying that that's what you want like I just urge people to really think about all of the other things that come with what you're asking for yeah and like I say they can't they probably can't keep up with the attention that she's getting she's getting uh you know 20 30 dms a day and 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 800 comments a day you know and, and you you spend your time on her instagram <laughs> talking about who is this 
That's right. what you signed up for. She was like that when you met her. Yeah. So when guys talk all that bitterness stuff, women are trash, and and you got these guys, they have millions of subscribers on YouTube. I get it. It's it, kind of it's easy to build a platform full of bitter people. It's a lot of oh, them out here. It's you know a lot saying? of them, and yeah. they're like wanting to consume content that validates their feelings. Yep. All because of the the high school cheerleader told you no and she was with the high school quarterback and she slept with him and he's pissed because the high school quarterback discarded the girl that you like yeah now you're bitter about that I had um in that conversation that aired yesterday I had made the comment that I hear men talk a lot about like these pookies and ray rays (laughs) and they talk about you know And I made the comment, like, I've never, I've never dated a Pookie and a Ray Ray. So I don't believe that the majority of women go for those men the way that men are saying that they do. Like, they're like, they want excitement and those men provide excitement. I'm like, I don't even know people that have dated Pookies and Ray Rays. And then later in the conversation, I'm like, I don't even really 100% know what a Pookie and a Ray Ray is. And they were like, well, how do you say you've never dated one if you're saying you don't know what they are? Because I have never dated a man that I would use derogatory language to speak about. Mm. I don't, I, I have, even in situations where it didn't work out, I have not dated men that were bad. Mm. Like, I think that's the impression that some people have is that if it didn't work out, he must have been bad or like you didn't pick a good man. He can be a good man and still not be a good fit for me. And that is what that is evidence of. The fact that we're not together is evidence that he wasn't a good fit for me. But that doesn't mean that I picked a bad man. The assumption that if a woman is not married, that she's just dated all these bad men in her past is not that's not true and i feel like that that casts a bad light for men to even be saying that because that implies that the majority of men are bad like and that i don't think that that's even accurate i think there are obviously some men that have negative traits we're all human so none of us are just perfect but i don't think the vast majority of men or women are bad people so I've never, I don't, I haven't dated. I, I can't say that I've aligned myself with men that I would use derogatory language to speak about. But you probably knew your worth too. Yeah, no, that's so, true. Yeah, that, that, I that's, go through, my vetting process is different. See, see what I'm saying? Intense. Because you have one sets you apart from a lot of other women. <laughs> <laughs> like I know very quickly if somebody is not a good fit for me, but I ask intentional questions and I seek to know, I don't think a lot of, and I think that's why some men get hurt in ways that you described. I I know I have been in situations where I have like, because I ask a lot of questions, it's easy for me to get to know people without them getting to know me. And so uh, people can get bogged down in my questions that it kind of, throws them off and they don't ask me questions in return and so I've been in situations where I've been like talking to a man for like three months and he didn't even know what my last name was but I knew a lot about him so I think but my vetting process and for me that was a red flag as well that you you didn't take time to get to know me 
Even though I got to know you, you didn't reciprocate in getting to know me. That's a problem. But I think that we, all of us, have to do a better job vetting people and being intentional to get the outcomes that we're saying that we want. Yes. I believe in dating intentionally. I created a whole course for it. That's like Mm -hmm. people ask the wrong questions and then they wonder why they with the wrong person. Yeah. Like there's been so many times I've been out to dinner and I see two people that are on a date and they're like, Mm -hmm. like in head in the phone, like not, not saying anything really to each other. Like those are opportunities for you to, even if you've been together for a while, there's always new because we're always growing. There's always new opportunities to learn who this person is now. I heard somebody say once that when you're married or it was, they had been married for about like 20 something years. And they were like, I have been married to 10 different versions of this woman because, and then I had to get to know her every time she became a new version. And I think that that's important is that we don't, we're not staying the same. And we talked about this a little bit in the conversation that went up yesterday about men and women have different expectations. So like women are expecting, women anticipate that men will change and then kind of get a little discouraged if they don't grow with them. On men, on the other hand, want women to stay the same. And so when they do change, it's difficult for them to manage that and understanding that she's not the same as she was when I met her, when I married her. So like, there's that disconnect there, but I think it's realistic to expect that people that are lifelong learners are going to change as time progresses. And so being invested in, I'm not just choosing you for who you are now, I'm choosing you for all versions that you may come as, as we move forward. That is so true. I love that. Cause TD Jakes, he talked about it, how you got to be willing to hold on in a turn. You're talking about when people mm-hmm. are on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. somebody's holding on the back of you. If you're not holding on, you're going to move them in a turn, right? Yeah. That was something that, that I went through in my first marriage that we didn't turn at the same time. We weren't making these turns. And on top of that, I wasn't aware enough to pay attention to where she, mm. where where she was currently in her life. I was still stuck on the old version. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so now, now that I've learned, now that I'm older, <laughs> I've learned like, okay, even with my wife now, we coming up on five years, she's changed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I think that's where people get divorced because y'all not willing to grow together. Um, even now, like we have our little nighttime regimen where we read in the book together, we read mm. a book before we go to bed together. And it just gives us this, this conversation of where you at right now? Yeah. How you feeling? You know what I'm saying? Or how about this? Uh, how can I serve you today? That's, That's something I ask. How, how can I serve you today? How can, you know what I'm saying? So depending on her need, it helps me to see where she's at because her love language might've switched up. Mm-hmm. That's good because it does. It changes. As you change, you require different things in order to like really fill you up. Like how people say, fill up your buckets. Like mm-hmm. it might change. Whereas I really resonated with this back in the day. That doesn't really do it for me anymore. I'm I'm a little bit different. And I think it helps if you're 
with someone that is invested in accommodating whatever that is. And and I and I now that I think about it, when you asked me like what did I like about my wife, it was the uh the commitment to self-help and self-growth mm-hmm. and self-awareness. Those things are huge to me. Like to be invested, because I always tell people, people talk about they want relationships. How much have you invested in becoming a better version of you? Mm-hmm. People, oh, I'm I'm this, I'm that. What was the latest book you read? Mm-hmm. what was the latest conference you've been to mm-hmm. what was the last you know whatever but yeah because yeah, you're gonna put your money where your you're gonna put your money your, your money where your time is or you know so yeah I think a lot of people um are so hyper focused on titles and things like that that's why a lot of times whenever I do like any event or anything like that when I ask people to introduce themselves mm-hmm. I say introduce yourself, but I don't want you to use any titles, any accomplishments, any any of those things, because a lot of times we lead with that. Like I'm the CEO of this company or I'm a husband, a wife. Like how many of the things that you are don't like can't be taken away from you because Mm. God forbid your children are taken away from you or your job is taken from you or your business is taken from you what who are you at the core away from all of the things that could be taken away from you like who are you and I think that that shifts how people talk about themselves when they have to do it from that aspect versus all these accomplishments because we hide behind accomplishments sometimes Mm -hmm. because the first thing especially with men we struggle with that First thing that men talk about, and I think y'all, t- I think you and Adam. They didn't talk- like when I said that. They didn't like it <laughs> when you they talked about like uh. Who- now I will say there is some truth to that though, Kiana. As far <laughs> as men are valued based on what we can provide. Yeah, I think I think in society that's definitely true. I think for a from a personal standpoint. Mm. We all need to have confidence that's rooted in something other than no, accomplishments. Because again, my question is, if everything gets taken away from you, are you able to bounce back? Mm. Or I was only valuable as long as I was able to do X, Y, and Z. And now that I, that's why so many college athletes have such a hard time adjusting to the world after they stop playing sports or Um, professional athletes or people that were good in high school and then once they didn't play in college and they didn't go to college or whatever now they're trying to figure out who they are and like trying to re-identify themselves as something that is valuable in the world so many of the things that we're using to to justify our value could be taken away from us and if they do do you still have confidence in your abilities and your um and just in the ability to be able to create something from scratch. Mm. But very few people, and, and I'll say this boldly, very few people know who they are. Out, very few people don't know who they are outside of their possessions. Mm-hmm. Very few. So could it possibly be that this whole dating and relationship thing is, is probably not working because we don't know who we are as people? I do think that part of that is partially true. So like, um, so I wrote a book called Ready to Mingle 
And the title in itself is just out of the way that a lot of times people get out of relationships and then they're like, I'm single and ready to mingle, (laughs) but they're still dealing with the stuff from the last relationship. They're still, they might've been crying last night and then they're out here in the club trying to find somebody new. So a lot of times we don't intentionally deal with and get to know who we are. And so then we end up, end up pairing with people that aren't in alignment with who we are and what we need and what we desire and where we want to go and who we want to be. And so there has to be some unpacking and some just effort to really get to know ourselves before we go out and start to pair with anybody in any way. So I'm not even talking about just relationships, but typically you see some connection between your outcomes in all areas of your life. So your success in business or some of the things you're struggling with in business might have some relation to some of the same issues that you're seeing within your relationships. Because if you can't communicate well with your spouse, can you communicate well with your employees or with your customers? Probably not. If you are dishonest in business practices, are you honest within your relationship? Probably not. Like, And maybe not to the same scale, but I advocate for people to kind of get themselves to a place where they can create healthy relationships or facilitate healthy relationships before getting into business partnerships, Mm -hmm. before dealing with friends, with family members, with romantic relationships. You got to deal with your stuff first because the stuff you haven't dealt with, it travels with you and other people end up getting impacted by that. So I definitely think that there could be a lot of truth to the fact that our dating practices and the dating culture is getting hit really hard because we don't know who we are and we don't know what we need. And it's hard to address issues that you haven't even identified. Mm-hmm. It's like me trying to, I know that something's not right with me. And so I just go into Walgreens and just buy up a whole bunch of medicine. I don't know what the problem is, but I'm going to just take all this different medicine and hope that something helps the illness that I'm feeling. It would be more effective. Yeah, you pro- you might eventually come across a medicine that helps what you're dealing with eventually, mm-hmm. but it would probably make more sense to diagnose the issue first and then go and get the, the correct remedy for that. That would definitely be a quicker process. Mm-hmm. And then you're, more, you're intentional about trying to get the necessary help you need opposed to hurting people along the way exactly mm-hmm. yeah because in the time it took you you took antibiotics you took nyquil you took robitussin you took so now your kidneys are taking a hit because of all this medicine mm-hmm. you know like you have all these issues now because you've been treating you've been trying to treat something that wasn't even the problem and all medicines have side effects the yep. same thing with every person that you come into contact with they're going to influence your life in some way. Mm-hmm. So that's why I am an advocate for, I I limit people's access to me for sure. That's I don't, yeah, I don't even like to be in the presence of a lot of people all the time because mm-hmm. I have to protect my energy because I know that, I know that I'm, I'm susceptible to feeling people. So I have to limit my interaction and confine it to certain people mm-hmm. no, I, I totally agree about that you got to protect the energy because mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of people out here doing all kind of stuff <laughs> craziness and it will 
it will spill over to you if you are not careful. You think that oh, I'm an independent thinker and I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, I tell people the second biggest decision you will make in life is the person you decide to marry because they have the power to make or break you. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it'll be subtle. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, if you are invested in what marriage actually represents, then that person that you choose, they they shift all of your priorities. So if you are going to be in alignment with what marriage is supposed to be, this person low key is like not your whole world, but like they're. Yeah, like that you make your decisions dependent on them at this point. So you got to be careful with that. Now, if you're going to just treat marriage however you want to treat it and you just doing what you want to do regardless and they just kind of there along for the ride, then that's one thing. They don't really, I guess they don't really matter. But like, if you want to treat marriage as it was intended to be, then it matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I'm I think I'm just more of a relational type of guy. I think I'm, you know, I'm really not the type who, had a whole bunch of women and I like mm-hmm. this. but that's another topic for another time <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different don't let me get started a single Sean what his practices were like <laughs> <laughs> my my single practices were yeah I I had I had some you know what let me just say this real- <laughs> <laughs> let, me just, let me just say this real quick don't I'll get clear. yourself in trouble sean don't get oh, yourself in trouble no i'm good my wife always, you know, i'll be telling all my business on here um the biggest the the thing that i've learned about relationships is and some people agree and some people don't but based on your confidence level is the person that you're going to choose yes they go yes. because i can look at no shade to none of my exes if y'all subscribed i love y'all you know we cool but some of the people you know it's about chose, to be wild. You know it's about to be wild. Whatever you about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this: it was based on my confidence level. Now, that wherever I, wherever I was in life, that was my confidence level. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So people be talking. You know, I, I you know, I tell people even with with my ex, I'm like, I, don't, I never talk bad about my ex wife because mm-hmm. I'm like, I chose her. Yeah. Ain't nobody hold no gun yeah. in my head. Yeah, for better or worse, you chose that woman. Yeah, right. I I I chose her based on my confidence. I'm glad you said that because I think that a lot of people downplay the impact of confidence because I used to even say confidence affects everything. That's why I'm so passionate about the fact that people need to have confidence that's like intrinsic mm-hmm. because the job that you choose, the salary that you accept like the the person that you choose to spend your life with the friends that you have those are like all the decisions that you make are in alignment with your confidence level like all of them yep hit me up on facebook and follow me on twitter hit me up on facebook and follow me on twitter hit me up on facebook and follow me on twitter hit me up on facebook and follow me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. We better see a whole bunch of followers after this. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. They know it's cute. Hit me up on Facebook, follow me on Twitter. I want y'all to add me. Hit me up on Facebook.